the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. In 1989, there was an earthquake in Armenia. The earthquake lasted for four minutes. In those four minutes, over 30,000 people died. In one city, a father rushed to an elementary school. He arrived only to see that the entire school had been leveled. His son was in second grade. Parents were gathering, weeping and screaming. The father quickly went to the location where he believed his son's second grade classroom was, and he started moving rocks with his hands, digging. As he was clawing through the rubble, he remembered distinctly how he said to his son, if ever you're in trouble, I will find you. I will always come and find you. Frantically, he was moving the rocks. For an hour, two hours, three hours, parents started coming by and saying, Stop it, stop it. You're acting crazy. They're gone. There's nothing we can do. But he wouldn't stop. Five hours, six hours, ten, the police came by and said, Please, sir, just, you have to let go. I will not, he said, I will not. He kept on digging. 16 hours, his hands were bleeding, and he kept on digging. 30 hours, 36, 38 hours later, and he heard a sound. Armand, he started screaming his son's name, and he heard, Tad. Frantically, he kept digging and people joined him. Dad, he could hear his son clearly now. You told me you would always come for me, and I told my friends that you would come for me. Armand and three children had somehow survived. And they were set free. We know that John the Baptist was taught in an early age about the Mashiach, they would have had said it that way in Hebrew, as a Jew, as a faithful Jew, and the son of the high priest. He would have been taught that the Messiah was coming, that there was a promise that the Messiah would come. But most people believed it and maybe looked occasionally, but for John, 
was an urgency to that promise. And he was desperate. He was desperate to find the Messiah. And as he grew up, he began searching and looking with a vigor and a passion that everybody thought was insane. As he got older, life in Jerusalem must have seemed too busy, too crowded, too demanding, too distracting. His education, the expectations of him, what everyone told him he should be doing, all he wanted to do was search for the one who is to come. And so he left it all. Even though everyone said he was insane, he walked away. He walked away from a life of privilege. He walked away from comfort. He walked away from community. He walked away from what everyone thought he should do. And he walked into the wilderness. Isaiah said a voice of one crying out in the wilderness. In the Hebrew, it's more like screaming and yelling. Where are you? I know you're coming. Help me find you. At the end of his life, John, having believed that he had found the one, was in prison. And there he was in a dark, scary place, knowing that he would probably die. And he sends a message from the disciples to Jesus with a question. John's last words were a question. He asks, are you the one who's coming for us or was I supposed to wait for someone else? You know, it's funny. I've always thought of the prophets as being strong. Yes, strong, but also certain. Certain of what God is saying. But here we see John who Jesus would say was the greatest of all the prophets, and the last word that we hear from him is a question. It's a doubt. Are you the one who's coming for us? Or was I supposed to wait for someone else? It's so dark in here, I, I don't know anymore if I made the right decision. Are you the one who we've been waiting for? Jesus tells the disciples to go and tell John, not, yes, I am the one, but instead, he says to the, to the disciples, tell John what you see. <coughs> tell them about how people are being healed. Tell him about how people are being raised from the dead. Tell him about how the poor are being given hope. We don't know if the disciples ever got back to John on time. We don't know if John got the answer in this life. Did he hear? What was happening? Did he hear that Jesus was healing people? That the dead were being raised? Did he know? 
Or did he die with that question on his lips? Not sure, still waiting, still desperate. I do believe, though, that at the moment of his death, when they brutally cut off his head, that he saw, that he saw Jesus coming with his hands outstretched to pull him out of the darkness, out of the rubble, out of the dirt, out of the doubt, out of the despair. Here I am. I come for you. I've always been there for you. I will find you. My friends, I think it's sometimes hard in this life to know if we're making the right choices. There's so much change afoot. Are we doing the right thing? Are we following Christ in the way we're supposed to go? Even John wondered. Even John doubted. Maybe in the end, it's not so much the decisions that we make, the direction that we go when the road forks. Maybe that's not as important as the intention of our hearts, as our desperation to find him, as the fact that we are trying hard to love and to search. Maybe in the end, It's our desire for God that moves us forward. And that is what will bring us to our Savior in the end. So please, don't be hard on yourself for mistakes made in the past or ones yet to come. Just keep on looking. You will see him. Face to face, Christ will find you.